0: Welcome to Growth Colony, Australia's B2B podcast. I'm Alex from X Growth. Each episode, we bring you B2B founders, CMOs, marketing and sales leaders to find out about their successes, fails and what's working for them in the market. If you enjoy the episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and share the pod with a friend. And of course, Make sure to join the community Slack channel at growthcolony.org forward slash Slack to connect with our members. That's enough from me. Let's dive right in.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I'm Shaheen Hodo with X Growth, And today I'm talking to Robin Zhang, head of marketing director at Thought Machine about how B2B marketers should approach career development and planning in 2022. On that note, let's dive in. Robin, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So we we had a brief chat about this, right? And where I want to start is I want to, and, and probably listeners are going to listen to this and to this question and be like, why is that question? There is a point. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about how you define marketing, how you define B2B marketing.
2: I think about marketing, whether B2B or B2C, I think about always the the, the three R's. Sounds a bit of an old-fashioned, right? But I do always think about three R's. Anything I do, do I contribute to the three R's? One is relationship, revenue, and reputation, right? To me, reputation, marketing is about building a brand, whether it's B 2 B2C or B2B brand, making us known out there in the marketplace. It's about building a relationship, building a relationship with new prospects, new partners, new clients, or enhancing the existing relationship. So you can generate upsell, cross-sell opportunities and continue with the business relationship. And the third R is revenue, right? Ultimately, marketing needs to support sales. So revenue generation is extremely important, right? We can build the best brand out there. Even that does not translate into material gains, revenue That doesn't mean much. We can't go further. So that's how I think about marketing, whether B2B or B2C, right? Marketing involves many tactics, many various marketing channels, what you can do. To me, this is where B2B and B2C differ, you know, different uh, are different, right? In terms of really a tactical level. You know what marketing channel you use, what kind of marketing tactics you use, what priority you put on. This is where it's different when it comes to B two B and B two C.
1: Yeah, but that fundamental component they the same, right? Uh, I love how you exactly. Um, I've I've come across the three R's, but you know, going as far as defining marketing with the three R's is is an interesting approach and a, and an interesting way to uh, to look at it. Why do you think it's important to think about marketing in that fashion? if somebody is planning their want to plan their marketing career
2: because i always say marketing is a very misunderstood profession It's not technical in the sense that if you ask someone, what do you do? If I say I'm an accountant, I don't need to ask further. I know what you do. You say, I am a doctor, right? I am a software engineer. I don't need to ask further. But when you say marketing, it comes across very often. When I interview people in an earlier stage of their career or just in social setting, people ask me what you do in marketing. When you say I'm in marketing, immediately people assume you are an advertisement agent or something or somebody is in branding but somebody very communication heavy but to me that's on that's only one area of marketing one of the two the three disciplines or sometimes people think marketing as a beautician i always say like somebody will say hey here is the presentation i just produced marketing can you help me polish it i will take it but to me and polish it i know they expect me to polish it by changing the color, make the fonts nice, look nice. But to me, that's not beautician work, right? To me, polish it means I'm going to look into your contents. Make sure that everything flows right. Make sure you're telling the story correctly, right? So, so to me, that, that's why I think it's very important to define marketing. It, it's not just about reputation. It's not just about revenue, right? Because when you work with sales, they want to, everything you do in marketing is support sales. Then this is where I'll push back. I will say, no, marketing has other roles, is brand building. That's just for the longer term, right? We can't be short-term focused only. But when you talk about somebody else, right, who's probably more focusing on public relations, and they want you focused on the brand. But then they want you to do things, advertisement, all of that. But then I will push back to say, no, I also have to do some marketing campaigns. We need to generate revenue. We need to bring leads to our sales. We need to generate demands. So which is why I think it's very important to de- define marketing and understand the fundamental objectives of marketing, which is the three R's.
1: Got it. Got it. Because, yeah, because in that situation, then someone can plan their career, right? Of whether they want to be across everything, or whether they want to specialize in something. But I want to dive in and, you know, explore a little bit about your own background, your own career. How can you tell us a little bit about your journey? And, and, you know, how did you get to kind of like a director level today?
2: yes absolutely i actually people not most of the time don't even believe i did not start my career in marketing right i started my career as a software engineer and that was really because for two primary reasons right because my it's more of a family upbringing my both my parents are in a STEM field math and physics and also I, i grew up in china Back then, China was still very poor. To be able to come to immigrate to China was very difficult, not like today's world. If you're in the liberal arts field, there is no way you can actually get a visa to come to the U.S. to study. You have to be in a science field, right? So computer science at a time was really the way to get here so I naturally pursued uh, computer science as a you know as my major I came here to to complete my uh, undergrad study and I loved it because by by nature I'm also a very analytical person. I loved computer science. I started my career as a software engineer and I may I think I can dare to say I was quite successful but what was interesting was I was very lucky to start my career with a very small company. 40, 50 people at the time. By the time I left, about grew to a much bigger, 200 people. And they were starting a new business and uh, they hired me as a software developer. But very luckily, I was giving a lot of you know, uh, responsibilities. I started to become the development manager, the product development manager. So I managed the entire development of that particular software, particular product line. And that gave me the, the opportunities to interact with the clients. Uh, make clients calls, go to the trade shows. And then about two, three years later, I realized, you know, what really makes me getting excited is about the human interaction, is the communication, is convincing the clients why my product is the best. And also understand their requirements and take their requirements, take back to my, my development team and come up with the right product. So, but I did not know how to put that. With that where which way I want to go? I initially thought was a managerial space I want to get into. And I know I want to get into business. So I went back to grad school, and then in the grad school I pursued a degree called information networking, but it's actually an interdisciplinary program between the school of business and school of computer science. So naturally, after that, I, I start to pursue product management not product development. And from product management, I started to migrate more into the marketing side of it. Um, And that led me to actually, when I joined uh, Deloitte, I I was there for about 10 years, I had, um, I was very fortunate, really start to jump from one area to the other area in terms of marketing disciplines, right? I was I really touched upon, say, account-based marketing. I, I was hired into account-based marketing. And then I started to lead industry programs and start to get into uh, you know, content development, start to get into events marketing. And then what really comes to, everything comes to t- together was when I joined EY, I was the global head of marketing for the forensic technology business. That really helped me to bring all the disciplines together, and learning some of the other disciplines I haven't got, you know, haven't got exposed to, such as public relations, such as analyst relations, all of that, and so I was able to really start to carve out, I, I you know, a career for the next st- stage of my career path for me, and I, I know what I want to do from there. Is I love what I'm doing. Is I, I, feel like first and foremost, I'm a more of a business, a market strategist. And then based on, you know, where we want to go, and I translate that into more of an end-to-end marketing program, think about the marketing campaigns, think about the, the, the marketing mix, think about the various marketing channels I want to activate at any given time, think about my priorities, and think about how I want to build my marketing function. So I loved it. And I want to continue to do that. And I love the building aspect, too. So after eight years, I naturally wanted to join a startup environment. I want to continue to help building a business and bringing together my my exposure with various marketing disciplines. So that's where I am today. I'm a marketing generalist, um, you know, heading up the marketing function for our North America business. Uh, We arrived at, uh, you know, arrived at the U.S., market last year and uh, have been in the US for about nine months. We already uh, made some headways and starting to get ourselves known in the market and signing up new clients. So it's been a very exciting journey for me.
1: That's awesome. I, I love that story. Um, I mean, I can personally relate to that quite a lot. You know, being in marketing now, I I come from an electrical engineering background. And I completely understand what you're saying with all the all the different variations. But I think what is what is really interesting from from um, what you brought up is that the approach that you had with exploring and going through multiple different areas of marketing from early on, but even later in your career, um, I think that's an important po- point for anyone who's planning their career of, you know, do you want to be a specialist or do you want to be a generalist? What are your thoughts about that when, you know, if, if, if somebody is looking at their career, what, what do you think in terms of, should I, should I specialize? Should I specialize in ABM? Should I specialize in SEO? Should I specialize in something else versus becoming more of a generalist?
2: I think it's really what you like, right? I think I always encourage when people start with the marketing, uh, understand marketing has many disciplines as many you know areas when you start your career I always people take a zigzag trying to deep dive into one specific field don't start as a journalist, because when you're a journalist, you if you start a journalist, you stay on that route you more or less become a program manager or project manager you don't really get to know that have the hands-on experience in many ways right and a lot of times also people have the misconception, right? If I start in one, if I specialize in one area, I may just get bored. And also that may limit my area to my chances to move up. That's not really true. Because if you see, look at, right, you know, go to those, for instance, public relations. If you're in public relations, right, there are many chances to move up. You can move from smaller organizations to bigger organizations that the, 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 the the, the whole PR can itself, you can have a whole department, right? You can go to agency or you can uh, specialize in marketing campaigns, going from one company to the other, you know, help them to launch a new service, a new product. So I think people really need to explore and gain hands-on experience. And also to me, that's very important. A lot of times I find it helped me really give myself a leg up, comparing to my many other marketing professionals. Is that I actually came from business. I, uh, you know, I was a product manager. I, you know, I actually has done had done partnership, you know, business development as well. So I I understand the business. I always started my marketing strategy, thinking about my marketing strategy based on what sort of business strategy. My first question when I go to a new business is what's your business strategy? What's your short-term, long-term objectives? What are your priorities? Then I develop marketing strategy, right? And I find a lot of the, the issue with professionals, especially when they're less experienced and also they completely start with the marketing, they approach from a different angle they push from the angle is, oh, this is marketing should do. You should have a brand. You should have this, dot, 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 right? Just kind of textbook, apply all the textbook marketing channels, but not necessarily think about whether it makes sense to the business yet or not, right? You don't activate everything. It really depends what business you're in, what priorities you're in, and also the maturity of the business. Then you decide what your priorities are. So I, th- I think that's, that's just generally my my view personally based yeah, on my
1: experience. It it sounds like, and if I can summarize, is go generalized and then go niche and go generalize and go niche. It it sounds like it's you you have to kind of play that as you don't don't be scared of of specializing in in something, but then make sure that you also at the same time explore a little bit of other areas. and And I guess in a lot of situations they call them t-shaped marketers where they, you have a kind of good understanding of, of many areas but you're deep into one or two specific uh, areas of marketing now Robin I have a few rapid fire questions that I want to ask you but before we kind of go there is there uh, is there anything else that you want to touch on with regards to career planning and uh, as, as a marketer that I didn't ask or maybe we didn't talk about
2: yeah, career planning, I think, I you know, I've been mentoring a lot professionals just in general, whether marketing or not, certainly more people want to get into marketing. My biggest advice to folks is don't get hung up by title. Don't get hung up by how many people reporting to me. To me, those are just status symbols, right? a SVP or VP in one organization can mean something completely different in different organizations, right? You can have a fancy title, but when you go for interviews, people ask what you do. You can't talk about much that immediately tells your seniority level. And also how many people you're reporting to you, that's also a status symbol, right? Because managerial responsibility, you know, skill set is important, but you can't be a good mentor You can't be a good manager if you yourself doesn't understand how things work, right? So focus on your own skill set first. Everything will come natural. That's what's my biggest advice for folks.
1: I love it. Okay, let's do rapid fire questions. Sure. The first thing that I want to ask, what is one resource? Could be a book, a blog, podcast, talk anything that has fundamentally changed the way you work or live. It does not need to be a business book. It does not need to be specifically business oriented, but does anything come to mind?
2: There were two books, if I may say, um, at personal level. Yeah. Personal level. Jane is the book changed my life. Right. I read it when I was a teenager in Chinese. I read it in English after I came to the US. I love the book because it taught me some very important things for you know, as an individual, it's the integrity, it's the resiliency, and it's the belief in herself. I think that to me is something always that I want to keep in mind, whether it's in my professional life or whether it's in my personal life. You can get beat down so so badly, right? But just keep that, keep belief in yourself and also keep up your integrity. You You will get up and you will move forward. The other book is the the Steve Jobs book.
1: Yes, that's a great book.
2: I love that book. I think any business marketing professional should read that book. To me, it's absolutely fascinating when at the stage we were still buying computer components, wanted the computer to be as configurable as possible, you know, so I can add RAM, I can have a motherboard, I can add this hard drive, He was the one going against the conventional wisdom, saying, no, we're going to produce this black closed box. People can just plug in and use it. If I was working, if I were working for him at that time, I would say, you're absolutely nuts, (laughs) right? (laughs) So to me, that was just fascinating. And also i read so much about how as a CEO level, how he's the attention to details, the color, the line, straight line versus curved line, you have to say, admit everything when you get a new Apple computer, it's just the box, you don't want to throw away. It's a piece of art. Like to me is anything you do, maybe because I'm in a creative field, I feel like anything you do, you have to treat it as a piece of art first.
1: I love it. I love it. Those are, those are great books. All right. Question number two. And I feel like you've already done this, but if you could give only one advice to B2B marketers, what would it be?
2: I would say follow your heart, but also being practical at the same time. Always challenge yourself, check against yourself, your goal, where you are, where you want to be, and what you like and what you love, especially.
1: Got it. Got it. Okay, that's awesome. Question number three. Who are some of the influencers that you follow in the in the marketing space?
2: I think I kind of answered that question when I talk about uh, Steve Jobs. I know he's no longer alive, but I still follow Apple religiously. And uh, to me, I think what he, his legacy is still there. What he has left behind is still heavily influencing Apple. And I also, I, I basically try to follow a lot of the, you know, successful high-tech companies, whether B2B or B2C, Right. Definitely. To me, that I don't follow individuals. I follow more the organizational level.
1: Got it. Okay. Last question. What's something that excites you about
2: B two B today? I think it's the digitization. Digitization doesn't matter what industry you're in. Whether fintech, financial services, is no no doubt, right? Even you're in a doctor's office, everybody is digitized everything. You go to a doctor's office today, these days, you hardly fill any forms, right? When my son went to get his orthodontist checkup, before, you know, to get a molding, we had to put those ugly things in the mouth, fill a bunch of papers. I, I see the doctor wave a wand, everything went straight in, they have all these data. To me, it's fascinating. It's, you know, it's, it's technology. doesn't matter what you do. Technology is everywhere. If you're in a B2B marketing field, you cannot. I pretty much can say, like, I can't think of a place. You cannot think about technology.
1: Very true. Very true. Robin, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you very much for your time. I think you. You've raised some amazing points and, and brought up a lot of uh, amazing insights. So thanks for your time. And thanks for um, coming on the podcast.
2: Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed doing it and soon enjoyed our conversation as well.
0: This episode of Gross Connie was produced by Alexander Hipwell. It was edited by Dave Samito with additional editing and music also by Alexander Hipwell. Special thanks to Tina Wabe and Rod Hoda. We couldn't make the show without you. The show is hosted by Shaheen Hoda. If you enjoy the episode, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or share a pod with a friend. If you'd like to connect with the members of Growth Colony, join our free Slack channel at growthcolony.org forward slash Slack. Thanks again for all the support and looking forward to seeing you in the next one. This podcast is brought to you by Xgrowth, an account-based marketing agency with a strong specialization in the APAC market. If you're starting to roll out an account-based marketing initiative in your firm or looking to take your current program to the next level, whether it's one-to-one, one-to-few or one-to-many, don't try to do it all alone. Chat with the ABM experts at Xgrowth to see how they can help you both on strategy and execution of your next ABM campaign. To find out more, head to www.xgrowth.com.au. That's www.xgrowth.com.au.